0: The homeless cats are smarter than us, and in this video, I'm going to explain to you who the homeless cats are, why they're important, and why it's very clear that some of them are a lot smarter than a lot of us are. Now, you might be thinking, who are the homeless cats, and who are we? As in, who are you referring to, JLB? The homeless cats might be smarter than you, JLB, but how are they smarter than me? Well, let me get this clear from the start. There are a group of people, I happen to be one of them, who have spent years of our lives trying to look into certain events and topics and get to the bottom of them and share our information because we think that it's important. Something like this. There's another group of people, the homeless cats. They spend their time investigating, researching, talking about this uh, guy called Brendan Shorb. Now I'm gonna explain all of this. So this will be quite a presentation, maybe 15, 20 minutes, let's see what happens. By the end of this, you'll understand why I think this is important. And to try and keep you watching for more than 30 seconds, because I know the world that we live in, you've got to really get to the point nice and quickly. There are more eyeballs right now paying attention to some degraded celebrity who is clearly going through some personal issues and mocking the living hell out of this guy. There's more eyeballs on that, more attention in that, and a lot more money in that industry than there is in anything to do with what I might think or what you might think is the truth of how the world really operates. So I hope I've made that clear enough. I'm going to present to you evidence. Look at my tab here. For those of you who are watching the video, take a look at the tab. I've got all these tabs ready. I'm going to show you some stuff that is probably going to blow your mind. And yeah, stay tuned because there's lots of good stuff to come. Let's take a look at this right from the start. Let's take a look at this. This is the fighter and the kid. It's a podcast. Basically, there was a UFC fighter who he won a few fights, lost a few fights, and then he was friends with Joe Rogan. And then he went on the Joe Rogan show uh, quite a few times. And this helped to build up his profile. And then Joe Rogan said to him one day, I think you should consider quitting as a fighter because you're just not really that good. He didn't say it in those words, but that's what he said. And uh, this Brenton Shorb guy uh, seems to have taken that advice on board because he did quit fighting. And he became a stand-up comedian. Because as you guys know, this Joe Rogan guy is a professional stand-up comedian. He... Sells out venues. People pay good money to go and see Joe Rogan on stage telling jokes. And by the way, if anything I say about any person in this presentation sounds like me criticizing them or their craft, that's probably not intentional. Who am I to criticize anybody? Or to even sound like I'm criticizing them. Joe Rogan is very successful. We all know that. And Brendan Shaw, whether people like this or not, he is actually kind of successful too, which I think is one of the reasons why he has so many of these haters. But it's not the only reason. Brendan Schaub also, the evidence does seem to suggest that he's a bit of a douchebag. He's a bit of a... He reminds a lot of us of some person that we know in our real lives or some person we used to know who never took responsibility for his own mistakes, always blamed other people. Every time something went wrong was someone else's fault, every relationship breakdown, professional, personal, anything, always someone else's fault, never his own fault. And we'll also do stuff like, make a bet, lose the bet, and then never pay. This is the kind of stuff that Brendan Schaub does, and it's all documented. The homeless cats have documented all of this and more. So some of the hatred that Schaub gets is valid, but I'm not a hater. I'm not even necessarily a homeless cat. We'll talk about that later in the presentation. The point here is, Joe Rogan is a successful comedian and a very successful podcaster. So he helped this Brendan Schaub guy to get an audience. And at one time, there was this fighter in the kid podcast which it's still going to this day, but I think there's been some change in the um in the lineup. But Brendan Shaw runs this Fight Naked podcast, and he still apparently makes some money doing that. Okay, so why is all of this important? If you go to, if you go to YouTube right now and type in Shawb homeless cats, all right. Don't worry about doing it; I've done it for you. Take a look at this. There are all these videos taking the piss out of this Brendan Shawb guy, all right? Let's take a look at one particular video. This is the infamous Brendan Shawb. Homeless cat rant. I don't know when this was originally from, but this has basically become the reason why there are now all these homeless cats. And when I say there's all these homeless cats, take a look at this subreddit stats, folks. Take a look at this. Let me zoom in for those of you who are watching at home. For those of you listening to the MP3 of this, let me explain it. This is from subreddit stats, and it will tell you how many subscribers and how many comments per day and all these other metrics to do with subreddit. Uh, you know, sub. So most of you know what subreddit is. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a website with a whole bunch of different sub subreddits focused on different topics. Okay, so the topic that is dedicated to this guy's podcast, right? So officially it's a pod, it's a subreddit for this guy's podcast. But as I'm about to show you as we go through this presentation, this the subreddit is dedicated to hating this guy and posting dozens, if not hundreds, of new things a day showing where Brendan Schwab has lied about something, or he's been caught contradicting himself, or he's done something realistic. Some of the stuff you're going to see in this presentation, it's, I'm starting to think maybe Shorb does it on purpose. This might be some kind of, uh, what do you call it? like a double bluff or a, I don't know, there's, there's some weird shit going on, man. It's, it could be a very clever viral marketing thing that he's done here. I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll talk about that later. But first, the subreddit dedicated to this guy's podcast. If you go to the subreddit, it's actually dedicated to taking the piss out of this guy. All right. And you can see from the stats, this subreddit, very successful. Up until about here, the Conspiracy no pulse subreddit would have been in front. But just in the last year or two, look at them, they've gone to the moon. 120,000 subscribers and the engagement rate, the number of comments that they get, the number of new submissions they get, and some of the submissions, like people have to go through an entire Shorb three hour podcast. They'll go through, they'll, they hate the guy, but they'll go through a full three hours podcast. Well, three and a half hours I think was the recent fire companion. They'll find a 30 second clip of Shorb saying something utterly ridiculous they'll cut that clip upload, it, Right? So these people are dedicated. Some of these homeless cats are very dedicated. They turn up to PF chains 20 minutes before their shift starts and they stay until well after close, every day. They're very dedicated people, apparently. And so look at the success that they've had. Now, in case I've lost you at some point along the way here, you might be thinking, JLB, hold on, what was the point? What does this matter? Take a look at the growth in this subreddit, okay? Take a look at it. This is the intention that they're getting and there's, there's no stop, this is not gonna stop. You'll see why in just a moment. Compare this to the amount of attention that, say, for argument's sake, a conspiracy subreddit might get. Now, why would anybody read a conspiracy subreddit? Because all the other subreddits with any discussion about how the world really works, most of them have been shut down, or they're now just ghost towns. So the Reddit conspiracy subreddit officially has way more subscribers than this, but the engagement rate is significantly less and shrinking. Just for one example, or if you have your own favorite subreddits for discussing things that are more than just the banal and the trivial, go and check their stats. There'll be nothing compared to this. This is uh, quite phenomenal. And again, this is a subreddit dedicated to hating on a D-list celebrity whose career seems to be spiraling out of control. It's really a sad state of affairs, Jerry. It really is. So why is this important? Because one of the main points I'm trying to make here is all these people who are telling you And if you're listening to my material, there's a good chance you're listening to other people's material as well in this little corner of the internet. They're trying to tell you, maybe because they believe it, I don't know. Some of them, I think they know that this is not true, but they're just trying to capitalize on the the hype. They want you to believe that the truth is spreading. They want you to believe that there's an awakening taking place. The evidence says the exact opposite, my friends. The evidence says that what is spreading, what is getting attention, what is getting eyeballs and getting dollars, as I'll show you in just a moment is this, hating on a D-list celebrity, right? A D-list celebrity who probably has, at the very least, a drinking problem, a serious drinking problem, and and maybe some other uh, substance issues as well, and all other kinds of problems as well. A subreddit dedicated to hating on that guy is getting more attention, growing faster than anything truth-related that you can care to name, period, period. Let's take a look at something else, actually. Before we do, by the way, if you if you do want some like, guilty uh, pleasure. Go and take a look at this fighter in the kids' subreddit. Go and take a look what the homeless cats are doing. This, I don't know who Stephen Crowder is. i heard of him. He had some show called "Loud with Crowder or something. I guess there's someone, you know, there's people who, they're like supposedly right-wing or conservative or something like this. There's a guy called Brian Callan, and he's mixed up in all of this as well because he does the show now with Brennan Schaub. And apparently he now does a show with Stephen Crowder as well. This is the kind of thing he is subjecting himself to. Take a look at this.
1: Okay,
0: this is bizarre stuff. As one of the commenters underneath him writes, why does every comedy sketch, in inverted commas, you do involve forcing your subordinates to engage in gay humiliation rituals? Which, look, I've only gone. I've only gone three steps down this rabbit hole, but there does appear to be some really bizarre stuff going on with this Steven Crowder and this Brian Callen. And again, the, the context here is that Brian Callan do, now does the show with uh, Brendan Schaub, the guy who's being hated on in this uh, subreddit that we're talking about. He used to have a show that he was doing with Theo Vaughn, but a few months ago, Theo Vaughn backed out of there, and then he got the hell out of there. And then on the episode where he was like making his last appearance on Brendan Schaub's podcast, you could tell that he was looking for, like, he was glad to get the hell out of there. It turned out later he was getting out of there because he had much bigger things on the horizon, and his, Theo Vaughn's crew has only gone up since getting the hell away from Brendan Shaw. Brendan Shaw has now replaced him with Brendan Callan, or he's only got Brendan Callan left, or I don't know what's going on there. But Anyway, the point of my story is this: um, these people, some of these characters who like intermingle with each other and and go on each other's podcasts and stuff. Like I said, I went three steps down that rabbit hole. I went I went three steps down that aisle in PF Changs and said, okay, that's enough of me. Don't say any more about this. But if you do want to go and check out what is a very bizarre uh, thing, you want to go and check out this fighter and the kids subreddit, I'll put a link to that in the show notes below. But Anyway, let's get back to this. So where was I? Oh, yes, this rant. So this is where this homeless cat's term come from. This is Brendan Shaw talking about his haters online.
2: It literally does not matter to me. I mean they're, not because like someone the the per, the person who would go out of their way to create that account or to live in their mom's basement or whatever job they're working could not even fathom the amount of work it takes to pull off something whether it's a set or a good podcast or a business or merchandise or you know it's just it it, it does not matter mm. it does not matter to me so when people let, lets that affect their mood or their life It's mind-boggling. It's crazy to me. What do you care? It'd be the same as if a cat created a profile. That's a good example. Who cares?
0: So that's where this comes from. He compares his online haters to homeless people and to cats. So that's why they now call themselves Homeless Cats. Now there's a lot more to all of this. There's a guy called Ariel Helwani who is the biggest interviewer and podcaster in MMA. Putting aside, obviously Joe Rogan has a bigger platform overall, but Ariel Helwani is dedicated to MMA and he's, sometimes he seems like the only legit journalist in MMA. The MMA world is like nothing compared to the bigger sports like NBA, MLB, whatever. So it's not like Ariel Helwani is a big fish in a big pond, but he's the big fish of a relatively small pond when it comes to professional sports. And he has a beef with Brendan Schaub, and Ariel Helwani is now, he's got to the point of asking his guests, are you a homeless cat? In other words, do you frequent this subreddit that Brendan says that he doesn't frequent, but he clearly does? Just yesterday, it turned, it, one of the threads that came up on this subreddit, this homeless cat subreddit, Brendan Shaw is so he's either incompetent or is some kind of evil Machiavellian genius, and he's playing reverse Uno on his homeless cats. When he was promoting his brand of whiskey, or as he likes to call it, wigsy, he wasn't using a bottle of his own brand, which is called Tiger Thick. He was using a brand of what appears to be Jamison. But again, you only just see it in the top, like a few pixels of the frame, but it's there and it's clear. One of these homeless cats discovered that, right? Now they, they posted a thread about it, but apparently the, the video has already been taken down, but you can search for here. You'll find, so these people are going through, it's got to the point where these homeless cats are going through Brendan Schaub's advertisements looking for goofs, looking for mistakes, posting about it, and then getting a ton of attention. And again, I won't go back to this too many times, but take a look at the growth in the subscriber count there. How about the growth in the comments per day? I mean, look at this. They're getting literally thousands of comments per day. That dwarfs the conspiracy subreddits and forums. Dwarfs them. And it's only growing too, right? Look at this. This is comments per day. So this is the rank. So the lower the rank, the better, because it means that you're close, like you want to be in the top thousand. These guys got to a stage where they were in the top hundred. Now they're in the top three hundred subreddits, okay? And they're only going to keep growing, right? Posts per day. Look at this, crazy stuff. So anyway, where were we? Oh yes. Yeah. So I've shown you this uh, fighter and the kid subreddit, which you can go and check out later if you want. Again, this is a subreddit which was meant to be about a dude's podcast. A few years ago, people realised he's a bit of a he's a bit of a douche because I mean, one of the stories he told was how this is Brendan Schaub. One of the stories he told, might have been a couple of years ago now, I can't remember, was how he bullied his roommate into either leaving that um, shared dormitory or leaving the university altogether, leaving college altogether. I can't remember exactly what he did, but the way that Brendan told the story, he was proud of what he'd done, because like, apparently this kid was annoying him somehow, so he decided to eat the kid's food or do some other shit to him. Then he gedoofed him through a window or something, like he physically assaulted the kid. And the kid got out of there, right? And Brendan's a huge guy. He used to fight at... Was he fighting at heavyweight? I think he was. He's a huge dude. So he's he's bragging about bullying someone who was almost certainly smaller than him, right? And the way he told... Everyone makes mistakes when they're young. I mean, most of us make mistakes, uh, even to this day. But some of the mistakes that we made when we were younger, we can look back and say, that was stupid. I wish I could go back and, and take... Like, not do that. Brendan was bragging about this shit. So people started to realize, this Brennan guy, he's a bit of a... Bit of a douchebag, So his subred started to turn against him. And now it is growing like crazy. Now at this point, you might be thinking, okay, JLB, we get it. Uh, we, you've, you explained to us why there are homeless cats, people who don't like Brendan Schaub. They dedicate their spare time to working at P.F. Chang's, as they call it, and m- mocking the hell out of this guy. We get it. We get that if you go to, okay, here you go, here's an example of it. There are now people making YouTube channels and all they're doing is taking the posts of other people." at PF Changs, the homeless cat subreddit, they're taking that, creating videos and getting 50,000 views in one day. So this um, Brandon Shaw, what he does is he has these things called fight companions. So he will stream live in a studio that looks almost identical to the one that Rogan used to use for his fight companions, very strange stuff. He'll live stream during a UFC broadcast. And then the idea is meant to be him and his friends or his Amigos will be sitting there drinking, having fun, talking about the fights. That's what it's meant to be. But the Saturday just gone for the most recent UFC event, it was just Shorb, this guy who's apparently like a Logan Paul, I don't know, I don't know what he is, but apparently has something to do with Logan Paul. He's meant to be a comedian, I think. Knows nothing about MMA by his own admission. And then they got Dom Cruz in there who, I mean, but some of you are like, like, who are these people? Why should I care? Fair enough, you shouldn't care. The point is he had three people there, including himself. It was a complete disaster. I've watched like three minutes of it, and that's all I need to see. It's really sad state of affairs trade. really is uh, quite uh, terrible. So, someone's gone and made a video mocking that. All he did was take comments. He even admits it. Disclaimer I create videos in which I voice over Reddit comments, reactions, and posts, which are not stated as fact. I am not responsible for their opinion. So, this guy's saying, I'm not even taking responsibility for all the stuff I'm about to tell you. This is a three minute video, to, like ripping into. And remember, Brennan Shaw is a. What did I say, a D-grade celebrity? Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be about a degrade celebrity, I'm not sure. Take a look at this. Alright, check this out. Let's just watch 30 seconds of this. You
1: know, at this point, Brendan Schaub is just mailing it in. This past weekend, he was hosting a fight companion, in which one of his guests actually cancelled on him
0: last second. But overall, it was just a hot... It wasn't just a guest, it was Ryan Garcia, He's a huge name in boxing. However, the story that Brendan and Schaub told about how and why Ryan Garcia was a, like a late, last minute cancellation. It doesn't hold any water, I, I personally don't believe it for a second, I don't think anybody believes it who is in this uh, subreddit. Anyhow, so he did have a big name coming on the, the show supposedly according to his advertising but the big name never showed and the story as to why is uh, very strange. Anyway.
1: Mess. The entire episode was brutal to watch, and you'll know exactly why in a second here. Ten minutes after the UFC event ended and the final bell rang, Brendan Job immediately ends the broadcast abruptly. Reason being, he's just bored at this point. Nothing is going well. Don't believe me? Well, watch this explosive chemistry between all of them. The interaction is just insane. Bobby Lee, roll the goddamn footage. You it.
2: But what a stack. Yeah. I mean one forty five too. That Umar or Mega Madoff's the problem. He's a beast. Yeah. He's... It?
0: For those of you who are listening to this rather than watching, even just the body language, you've got three men who do not want to be there. The speculation is that these two were paid to be there, and this guy, if he can get enough views, which supposedly he does, although the subscriptions to his social media, as he likes to call them, are shrinking. Very quickly. Some say because people like Elon Musk are getting rid of the bots. Some people speculate. Who knows if that's really true? So, this guy is meant to be making money doing this. Speculation is he paid these two to be there. But for those of you who are listening to this rather than watching, because this is probably going to be a, what about 20, 30 minutes already? Let's take a well, look. Yeah, 20 minutes. Okay, so for be listening, imagine three dudes sitting at a table and they've all got nice chairs, but um, the camera's on them while they're looking at a screen. But it kind of looks like three dudes who. Um, I saw someone leave a comment like, this is what it looks like when three boyfriends are hanging out while their girlfriends are off dancing in a nightclub. Like three dudes who don't know each other, but their girlfriends don't know each other. So they're just at the club, not even having fun while the girlfriends are. I think it's an apt analogy. The body language, look at this guy. Hand on his face, like not even trying to sit comfortably. This guy try, trying to sit comfortably, but he looks he looks like he's he's asking himself, why did I agree to do this? And then this one who... Um, I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to say anything bad about Brendan Shaw because I really do think the guy has some serious. Just because he's got money and he's got social status doesn't mean he doesn't have problems. So uh, just because he has more money than I have, a lot more money than I have, and uh, a lot more social media than I have, supposedly, although at least mine aren't bots. that's right. they're not paid bots. I think all YouTube channels, once you've been here for a while, they are auto bots. But in terms of paid bots, no. But um, yeah, he's got much bigger um, social status and social media status. And money than I do. But it doesn't make me want to hate on the guy. I, that's, that's just me. So if any homeless cats are still watching this or listening to this 20 minutes in, if you enjoy kicking this guy while he's clearly down and sliding down further, then you go for it. It's just not for me. But the body language here is just uh, atrocious. So anyway, so listen to this video that we're listening to. This is from a guy called TFATK. So he's named himself after the subreddit. He has 20,000 subscribers. He only has been making videos for like a year. And he only started making these regular videos that are anti-Brandon Shorb six months ago. He's got 50,000 views on this video on YouTube, right? And all he's doing by his own admission, is reading other people's comments on this subreddit, which as I showed you already, is growing very quickly, right? So let's go back to this, this thing, go through the comments. He's got almost 400 comments. That's terrific engagement. And he has a join button and you can join his channel on YouTube for like, I think $4. He's got three different tiers. I think one's $4, one's six, one's eight or 15 or something like that. So you can join. Now, I don't know how many people have joined this guy's channel, but now I've explained to you that this is a money making venture, which I'm not criticizing, by the way. If he can make money doing this, like that's that's not the issue here. In fact, if anything, what I'm saying is this is impressive to me. It's impressive to me that someone can come along and in six months making these kinds of videos, videos using other people's attacks on a D-list celebrity going through clear personal issues and get more eyeballs, better engagement, and presumably more income than someone who spends, say, seven or eight years trying to build his channel about what he might call the truth, for argument's sake. That's impressive, It's smart. This is why they're smarter than us. Maybe not smarter than you, that's up to you, but this is smarter than me. Compare what I've done. I've been YouTuber now for nine years across different channels, and this guy, has blown my eyeballs, my eyeball list, and presumably my revenues out of the water in six months just by making this kind of it. So with that context, and by the way, this is not a criticism, guys. I'm, what I'm, I'm trying to give a compliment here. This is the smart way to YouTube. This is the smart way to content create, right? With that being said, listen to this guy. Listen to the way that he crafts his video. Check this out.
2: Yeah. terrible. So, well, that's the thing. By the
0: way, he's playing a clip of... Dom trying to speak. By the way, Dom is an actual UFC fighter. I think he might have held a belt for a while there in one of the lower weight classes. He was also a analyst, like at UFC events, a professional commentator as well. This guy knows his his uh, MMA. He knows like if you were a smart podcaster, if if Brendan Shaw was smart, he would have asked this guy questions throughout their uh, three hour fight companion. Instead, Shaw, this is how like this is how out of his depth Shaw is. He will sit there in silence until Dom speaks, and then he'll interrupt him. Listen to this. Everybody in that
2: top 15 can, or top. It's all about styles, right?
0: So he interrupts. Dom was going to say anyone in the top 15 could potentially win the belt. Then this guy comes along and says, oh, it's all about styles, right? Okay, that might be related to Dom's point. Let Dom finish the point. He can't even do that. Absolutely hopeless, this guy, Brennan Schaub. Absolutely hopeless.
2: Anybody can get it done. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's literally in the top 15 of each division, I feel like. Anybody can be a any, world champ any them, at yeah. any moment, but... Depends yeah, what... How, style. Yes, style. Even Adrian Yanez at 12 is a fucking savage, man. Yeah, even he, even just though he just lost, lost to Ron. Yeah. Tough fight for him. The stylistically tough fight for him. There's a much better match.
0: The body language is the uh, thing that's being shown on the video here. So you've got... Again, you've still got this guy on the left-hand side of the screen. He's still got his hands on his face, like looking like he's, he can't wait to jump out of the room. You've got Dom sitting there like, again, what am I doing here? And Brendan's rubbing his arm like uncomfortable because this is a complete desire. Remember, this is meant to be entertaining. This is meant to be a three-and-a-half-hour show that's entertaining so people will leave it on in the background while they watch UFC. That's what's meant to happen. That's what's from the
2: top yeah. ten. I was getting out of fight, though, boys. Appreciate you doing it. Dom, you Great. saved the day. I owe Thanks. you,
0: brother. Now, for those of you who don't... Now, listen. So the guy who made this video, who I'm putting to you, is going to make way more money doing this than he ever would if he decided to look into some of the topics that, say, I might be interested in or you might be interested in if you're subscribed to the John LeBond channel. The kind of topics that we might talk about, this guy will make more money in 12 months of making these, these kind of videos then he would make in 10 years of making our kinds of videos, right? Listen to the way that he speaks and how he crafts this video.
1: Want to watch even a minute of the fight companion. This video clip is very representative of the chemistry for the entire three plus hours.
0: So he's got this, mm, how would you describe that background music? Like this simple, mm, I wouldn't even know how to describe that music, to be honest with you. I'm not a musician, but just this simple background music to keep, you need to keep people's attention. People's attention these days is atrocious. So you need to put this little, you know, uh, music uh, thing in the background. He cuts to these black and whites. And then his speaking style. His speaking style. I wouldn't even know how to describe his speak Listen to it. Just listen and make up your own mind.
1: There were frequent gaps of silence while Dominic Cruz tries to desperately be the professional in the room. While filling the dead air with increasingly waning enthusiasm as Brendan Shaw burps, hiccups, and mumbles. Interrupting throughout the duration.
0: While all... So I don't know how to describe this. Um, I mean, you come up with your own explanation, but he's not speaking naturally. Let's put it that way. He's speaking in a way that's going to appeal to the homeless cats, the fighter and the kid subreddit people, who maybe quite a lot of them, let's be honest, if they're going to dedicate this amount of time to hating on a dealer celebrity, maybe a lot of them do fit certain stereotypes. Let's just put it like that. So he's speaking the way that's going to appeal to them.
1: Also excessively rubbing himself. The vibe was just so blatantly awkward for the entire duration. In fact, so much so that even Clint had to cut the silence every now and then. And Baba immediately ends the broadcast as soon as the Octagon interviews.
0: Okay, so we've heard enough of that. So I'm about to wrap up the show in the next thing, this presentation, next five minutes. Just so the context is clear here, because the main point I'm making to you is that this, if somebody has said to me, JLB, you've been YouTubing for almost a decade. I'm thinking of starting a YouTube channel. What advice can you give me? Which, by the way, I don't like to give people advice unless they ask for it, which most people, they spend far more time giving advice than asking for it. So this is just a hypothetical. Oh, I don't think anyone actually asked me for my advice if they were going to start YouTubing. But hypothetically, if they did, I would ask them, what are you going to YouTube about? If they said to me, oh, the same topics as you, I'd say, well, why would you do that? What's the point of that? What do you plan to get out of that? If instead they said to me, well, I plan to find a growing subreddit and then take the comments that people leave, the funniest, most upvoted comments, and then make videos just reading those out in a way that will appeal to their audience and then publish those and then offer people the ability to donate via YouTube or to join via YouTube or join a Patreon or whatever. I would say, well, that's, that's the smart thing to do. That seems to me to be the, the much smarter thing to do. You will get more eyeballs, you'll get more attention, and Lord knows you'll get a lot more money than you would if you were to dedicate your time to doing independent research into certain controversial topics, the kinds that we discuss here at John Le bon. Now, if any of what I'm saying sounds bitter or cynical or jaded, that's not the case at all. And I'm not trying to be ironic either. What I'm saying is, this is what people care about. This is, now we're gonna to get to the meta part of this. This is what people care about. There are far more people in this world who would rather spend their time either hating on a dealer celebrity or watching the content of people hating on a deal celebrity, then there is, and it's not even a close run thing. There's far more of those kinds of people who want that kind of uh, entertainment than who want the kind of entertainment or the kind of material that people like myself might've been putting out. Now this isn't a complaint and it's not even necessarily a criticism. We all get to decide where we spend our time and what we think is important. And guess what? There's way more people who think this is important than who think any of the stuff that I've ever put out is important. And that's why I'm saying that these guys are smarter than us. This guy, this whoever runs this channel, T-F-A-T-K, smarter than me, at least when it comes to YouTubing, okay? A video like this, three minutes, might take him maybe an hour to record and to edit, Ma- maybe two hours max, okay? like Don't get me wrong, the production values are good. For a three-minute clip, This is this is very well done, don't get me wrong. But he's putting in... For this kind of video, he's not even writing it. He's literally reading other people's comments, then he's reading it out, editing it, uploading it. Fifty thousand views, and that's, that was uploaded just a couple of days ago. So that's gonna probably go to a hundred thousand. All right. He's got twenty. He's been doing this for six months. That I made that point clear to you. And also, in case I didn't make this clear enough, this is this kind of material. There's only going to be more and more people doing what he's doing. In fact, there's already a few. I've only shown you one, just this one guy. There's several people already doing this, making channels dedicated to hating on Brendan Schaub and Brian Cowan and a bunch of these other uh, troubled so-called comedians. That's what they dedicate their content to, and their numbers are going to keep growing. And another thing too, they're not going to get banned the way that people like myself have had our channels deleted. How many channels have I had deleted now over the years? Is it three? I'm not sure. So if I if my channel wasn't getting deleted every few years by YouTube, okay, maybe it'd, it'd be a different story. but. Uh, We do get deleted, whereas these guys, I mean, maybe they will, maybe Brendan Shaw will try and copyright strike them or something, but I don't think YouTube wants to stop this kind of content. Whereas the kind of content that maybe I might make or maybe some of you might be interested in, that can be deleted, can't it? We have to be careful what we say. So that's just another piece of evidence that this is smarter than what I've done. Okay, And more broadly, the people who give their attention to this. If you want to be part of something that's growing, forget this truth movement stuff, folks. Forget this idea that the truth is ever going to spread or that there's ever going to be a mass awakening. That's not true at all. That's a lot of nonsense. If you want to feel good because you're part of something that's growing and getting bigger, go and check out this Fighter and the Kids uh, subreddit and you might still be getting in relatively early. I first saw this subreddit, when was it, maybe, I don't know, 50,000? When did I first see this? Like 18 months ago? So what was that? Middle of, end of life. Yeah, when I first found this subreddit, it probably had 40,000 subscribers, okay? It's up to 130, and, and look at that trend. This is going to go to the hundreds of thousands. There will be, this is something that I wanted to say early on, there's going to be an entire cottage industry built around hating on Brendan Schaub and his friends, right? To the point where, like I said earlier, for all I know, this is some really clever guerrilla marketing where it's Schaub's own team who are driving this to get more? Who who else is paying attention to his fire companions? Seriously, I think it's only homeless cats who are paying attention at this point. So this could be a very clever guerrilla marketing campaign or something. In fact, if I didn't know better, that's exactly what I think would happen. But I've seen enough of Brendan Schwab or Barpa, as he prefers to be called. I've seen enough of his material where I think, no, this guy actually is just a, a bumbling fool who he was. He was gifted with athleticism to the point. It's not. See the UFC heavyweight division, especially ten years ago, you'd be surprised. There's not much competition up there because there's so little money compared to the bigger sports, that the the talent pool is very limited. Which is not to disparage any of, of the guys like Stevo Miocic and Daniel Cormier and all these other guys. Um, they're, they're they're amazing fighters and good on them. But the point is, someone like Brandon Shaw, he could become a heavyweight fighter in the UFC, and then through that, just because he was born uh, big, heavy, and athletic. At least to some degree. Through that, he became friends with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan gave him a platform to build up an audience, and he was able to uh, become a what some people call a comedian. He even released a special to give you an idea. Like I'm not trying to be nasty to him, but he released this was his second special. 5,000 ratings on IMDb. Its average rating is 1.1, and I actually did watch this because I was like, "Is it as bad as the homeless cats are saying?" Yeah, it is. It's. It's um, it's a sad state of affairs, Jerry. And you should see some of the comments that have been left. It's uh, and a lot of them are accurate too. That's the thing. I know a lot of them come from a place of hate, but some of these comments are accurate. My goodness gracious me! But the point is, so this guy was born tall, heavy, athletic, like tall, um, athletic frame, and he somehow became friends. So he got into the OC, and then he he was on um he was on one of those shows. What was it? Uh, you know Dana White. I'm embarrassed that I've forgotten the name of the show. The Dana White show where, you know, you want to be a fighter, whatever that one's called. The one that put the UFC on the map. I'm embarrassed I forgot that. That's a Brendan Shaw moment right there. I've actually forgotten something I should know off the top of my head. Anyway, so he went on that show. Somehow becomes friends with Joe Rogan, gets a platform, is, is allowed to do some comedy shows, has some success with them, and, you know, here we are today. And unless this is a very clever guerrilla marketing campaign, he now has literally... Thousands of people around the world, thousands, dedicated to checking in to P.F. Chang's to see what is the latest greasy chicken, whatever they call it, orange chicken, you know what I'm trying to say, fried chicken, to find out what's the latest uh, BAPA embarrassment. Yeah. It's a strange world that we live in. But that is the world that we live in, folks. And so there will be a cottage industry. If there isn't already one, there will be one soon that is going to dwarf the so-called truth content that you're used to. And on that note, I want to show you something, all right? You go to Infinite Plan Society. Now this guy, as far as I'm concerned, puts in the most work and releases the most content on the kind of topics that you and I, if you're subscribed to John Le YouTube, the kind of topics that we might be interested in. I don't know anybody who does more work, puts out more content than this guy, right? Now I am subscribed, I'm a patron of his on Patreon. So if we go to this private window that I had prepared just for this reason, he has 110 patrons, okay? He's been doing this for how long now? Six years. Maybe longer, maybe seven years. So in seven years, he's built up 110 patrons, which, by the way, is a ama- in the little, tiny, little um, part of the internet that we're in. That's an amazing effort. So I'm not trying to in any way disparage it. What I'm saying is, if people actually did give a shit about the kind of content that you would usually find here at John the Bond, people like this guy would have a thousand or ten thousand patrons. But he doesn't, and I'm suggesting he probably won't. In fact, I'll go even further. I hope for my own selfish reasons that IPS will continue to do the content that he does. But if he put 20% as much effort into a YouTube channel dedicated to shitting on some D-list former MMA celebrity going through alcohol and, and other issues in his life, if he did that, I put to you that within 12 months, he'd be making more money than he does now. Which is to say, IPS doing more work and putting out more good content than just about anyone in our corner of the internet. I think he would make more money if he just did what this other guy does and reads out Reddit comments, talking about uh, Brendan Shaw. I'm not joking, right? There's another one. Let's go and take a look at Realize Radio. She, again, I can't show you her uh, numbers on the main page because I am one of her patrons. And then even if I go to the private window, it doesn't say how many patrons she has. It might be a couple hundred, which by the way, she's only been here for a few years. So again, amazing thing that she's achieved with what she does. And she also puts out Excellent content. But let's say she has a couple hundred uh, patrons. If she, if the lady who runs Realize Radio, Human Vibration, HV as I call her, if HV was to spend one year putting as much time into hating on Brennan Schaub as she does into the content that she releases, she'd be making significantly more money from doing this. Now, people might come back to me and say, it's not about the money job. It's not. Okay, fine. For IPS, for HV, and for me, clearly we're doing this for reasons beyond just money. But I'm using money. I'm using eyeballs, engagement, comments that are left and view counts and these kinds of things. I'm using these metrics as a way to try to demonstrate to you that the scene that we're in, there is no awakening happening. There is no spreading of the truth going on. That's not happening. The stats don't show that. And you can't come back and tell me that all the stats are fake because the stats that I have access to through my social medias they match with my own website. The, uh, the stats that come up if you run your own cPanel website. So. I think the stats are consistent because they're accurate. Almost nobody cares about the kind of content that I would release and that these guys would release. You go to Ab the Fakeologist. He's still only getting two, maybe four comments. He's been doing this for 10 years. Now he's resorted to putting this donation thing down the bottom of his screen. Every time you go to his website, he wants you to donate. Every 15 minutes, he's asking for donations. And from what I can tell, he's not getting many. Why is that? Because media fakery, science fakery, the deceptions on our TVs, There's not many of us who give a shit. There's not many of us, guys. There isn't. And anybody telling you otherwise is telling you a load of nonsense. And if you keep listening to that nonsense, why? Why do you keep listening to people who are lying to you? What the hell is wrong with you? What is... You know what you remind me of? Those of you who listen to people who lie to you consistently, here's what you remind me of. This guy here, wearing the fricking cow suit, look at this. They're lying to you, folks. And you can come back to me and say, Oh, Joby, you're just being negative. What do you mean negative? I'm telling you right now. the stats You can't argue with the stats, folks. This guy, 20,000 subs, 50,000 views. And all he does is shit on this uh, guy with obvious problems. That's it. That's what people care about, folks. So don't come back to me and tell me, Oh, no, I, I know people are waking up. No, you don't. You don't know that. And in fact, most of the people who've just watched this presentation, or listen to this presentation, most of you aren't even patrons of IPS or HV or donate to Ad The Fakeologist or members of JohnLebon.com. Most of you aren't either. Some of you are, I appreciate that. A lot of the people who either watch or listen to this all the way to the end, you're not paying attention. You're not supporting the content creators, right? That's a fact. So don't come back to me and tell me that this is important to you if you're not even supporting. And those of you who do support the content creators, good on you, but that doesn't change the fact. There's not many of you. There's about 100 at IPS, maybe a couple hundred at HV. Maybe a JohnTheBond.com, Maybe two dozen regular donors at fakeologist.com. And that's it. That's that's the sum total, guys. And that is why the homeless cats and these people like TFATK are smarter than us because they're giving people what they really want. And there's way more people who want a bunch of nasty, borderline vindictive uh, attention given to a guy going through serious career spiral than there is about people who care about what I might call and what you might call the truth. So, on that happy note, why don't I show you one more little thing. If you're new to this channel, if this has come up in a homeless cats uh, search on YouTube, which I doubt because YouTube doesn't put my videos towards the top of the search results, eight years ago, we did. But then they changed algorithms and now anything that's truth related, forget about it. But if you're new to this and you're like, okay, uh, JLB, you seem to know a bit about the homeless cats. What else do you know? Tell us about these truths. We'll listen. We're open-minded. We like podcasts. Okay. Go and check this out. Link in the info box below. I was on the higher side chats about five years ago. Can you believe that? Available in both a video and audio format, MP3 and a YouTube format. Go and listen to me explain to you why almost everything that you think you know about so called history, there's no evidence to verify it. And you're like, oh, you're serious? We've got books that are thousands of years old. That's what I used to think as well. Turns out there isn't. I know that sounds crazy. Give it a chance. Link in the info box below. And if you're already a regular um, YouTube subscriber of John Le Bon and you don't need to go back and listen to me five years ago on the high side chat you'll be able to listen to that one three times so I don't need to hear that again if you want some fresh stuff if you want some fresh what do they call it fried chicken I just released a new Bonversation link in the info box below you can go and check that out at Bonversations.com please leave your comments in the comment section below if you watch this on YouTube if you're going to tell me I'm wrong please provide your evidence because I've just provided you with a ton to make my case uh, the truth thanks for bringing And it's that simple. And the people like TFATK, the homeless cats, as far as content creation goes, man, he's done more in six months in terms of um, building up his uh, social medias and presumably his revenues than I've done in nine years. So credit where it's true, these people are giving the people what they want. And there's an argument to be made that that's the way you're meant to go about it in this world. Give the people what they want. I can see the case for it. And one final thanks to those of you who do support Realize Radio or Infinite Plane Society or Fakeologist or JohnTheBond.com or if you've found some other outlet that talks about the topics that we do, let me know about that as well. I want to go and support them as well. All the people I've mentioned so far, I support them. And uh, hopefully you do as well if you care about any of this stuff. John Bond on May 10, 2023. One final time, man. I don't know Brendan Shaw. I've never met him. If I said anything tonight that came across the wrong way, like I hope the guy can turn it around. All Brendan would have to do to turn it around would be to... Uh, develop some humility and, and realize that some of the things that have happened in the past, he was in the wrong. Start taking the piss out of himself. He still has a massive platform. That's all it takes. Like people, a lot of his haters will stop hating him if he just uh, develops a sense of humility and, and can admit that he did some wrong things in the past and that he's going to try and be better. And uh, I hope that Brennan does do that, but I've met people like Brennan before who can never admit when they're wrong and I, I don't like his chances of turning around. and. Uh, he does seem to be on a spiral, and I hope, even though I've never met him, I do hope he can turn this around because it, it's uh, quite uh, a sad state of affairs, uh, the situation he's found himself in. And before any of my haters come along and say, oh, but B, you never admit you're wrong, that's a load of nonsense. Go and listen to this latest conversation. Go and listen to this latest conversation or any of my recent material, and you'll see that you're way off base, just like a lot of haters are. That'll do us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.
1: Who the fuck is that guy? it wasn't a tent it was this magnificent thing how dare you